You're listening to the Surgeons of Horror podcast. Hello, welcome to the Surgeons of Horror podcast. Its purpose is to dissect and discuss films both old and new. Today's date is Friday the 13th, which can mean only one thing. Yes, it's time to dust off the cobwebs and resurrect Jason once more. I'm your host, Saul Muerte, for this podcast, and I'm joined by Miles Davies. Welcome aboard. Hello. How's it going, mate? So, um, we're actually now, I believe it or not, we're now about to discuss Jason X, the 10th installment of the Friday the 13th franchise. Um, Wow. I know, man. I know. It's crazy that we've actually got there and, and nothing through this. Um, and this is obviously the one that, you know, uh, f- for those that don't know, it's basically Jason in space. Uh, Jason in space! Yeah. Jason in space! <laughs> um, yeah. It's insane. <laughs> My little Muppets nod there. Um, so, look, uh, yeah, it's... It was an interesting one, and, and I and I was just saying to you offline that um, prior to watching this before the podcast, I, I suddenly realised I'd never seen Jason X before. Ah, I, I was a Jason well, X virgin. Man. Of, I mean, it's easy to forget, really, because it just sort of sits there. It's, it doesn't have a Friday the 13th before it, and it just sits there as Jason X, That's basically. Right. Yep. So you kind of forget what it's all about. And, and the mask as well on the cover of the the. the, the DVD cover is is that silver silver sort of robotic mask, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. U- Uber Jason. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, you don't really sort of associate it with being a Friday the Thirteenth if no. you were just casually perusing a DVD store that, if they exist anymore. <laughs> Slowly watering away. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed this one. When, when did it come out? What twenty ten? Two thousand and two. 2002. Yeah, Jesus. mate. Yeah. Oh, it's been for a while. So it's been a been a bit of a gap. So um. Yeah. Do, yeah so yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, I've I was saying this was new to me. Do you remember when you watched it? Where did you watch it? Oh, look, I saw it years ago. So mm. yeah. Um, God, did I buy it? I don't know. We know. I must have hired it from the DVD store or something. And because back then they would have had that would be the only way I would have watched it. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Oh, you know what it was? I was working for Village Roadshow at the time, and I had it on VHS, and because it, it was a uh, it was a Village Roadshow release. Yes. And two thousand and one is when I was I, I just was working at um, Village Roadshow, and then I I changed jobs and work, went to work for Foxtel. Yeah. And and so yeah, I had a whole stack. I used to get given a whole stack of VHS movies all the time. Oh, sweet. And I think that's where I got it from. Yeah. So yeah, no. Uh, I think around that stage, yeah, when I watched it, I would have been incredibly stoned. <laughs> so probably, probably the perfect perfect uh, solution to kind of coming into this movie. <laughs> I lived in a big stoner house, around that <laughs> and, uh, and we watched pretty much every movie like that. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, in the green haze. <laughs> like this, I like well, I say, sure pro- loved it. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So look, um, okay, so uh, yeah, you came out and you, you had good, good vibes, like not just the the uh, green vibes going on, but good vibes. From yeah, the movie no, when you I, it? I, I mean that's pretty much the last time I saw it. Yeah. So, um, so I was kind of just going. Uh, I was kind of dreading it in a way because I 
because I hadn't seen it since when I I've only seen it the once before. Yeah, I was like, there's something wrong with it if I haven't seen it more than more than once. And but you know, it was, it was okay. I was I was just watching it. I was like, that was actually quite fun. It it didn't take itself very seriously. It definitely doesn't take itself seriously. No. Yeah, and there's a lot of references to older movies like. Uh, even the Star Wars re- references, you know, with the parsecs, four parsecs away. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so it is, it, and it's very self-referential, you know. Mm-hmm. I went to camera girls and we're very promiscuous. <laughs> we have premarital sex. <laughs> yeah, that was actually a good moment. And and then with the sleeping bags afterwards, it was just, yeah. it was just priceless. <laughs> Yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, they they really clearly had a lot of fun here. Um, yeah, yeah. So look, yeah. Let, I mean, before we get into the, the nuts and bolts of the actual plot line, though, I just I probably just want to quickly mention the director. So that was um, a guy called um, Jason, uh, sorry, James Isaac, um, who was a uh, close. Um, closely worked with um, David Cronenberg and a lot of his mm-hmm. uh, earlier stuff in the special effects department. All uh, uh, right, and uh, he he actually worked on Gremlins as well as part of the Creature Crew. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, man. So and um, and then Existence, which was oh, kind yeah. of released in '99, um, and that was actually around like the next David Cronenberg, who obviously does cameo in this movie. Yeah, um, and. Uh, that was kind of the time the last movie that Cronenberg had done before he worked on Jason X um, and then he would go on to do um, my my mind's just gone blank oh uh, Spider the one with um, Bray Fiennes movie oh yeah yeah Um, so um, so that's kind of the period we're looking at with uh, with Cronenberg's work at least Um, but yeah James Isaac like he you look at his directing kind of uh, roles like before this, he he did a film called The Horror Show, yeah. Um, which I have no memory of whatsoever. I don't think I've ever seen it. No, yeah. Like the, I'm just looking on. Um, it's got a good cast. Yeah, I don't like people. If, oh, Lars Henriksen. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at it too. Um, and Didi Pfeiffer. The yeah. Uh, look, yeah. So look, I mean, like. If people know the movie and rave about it, let us know if it's a good film or not worth checking out. Um, but I just found it interesting, like that his directorial kind of stuff is is very slim. Like he did a, yeah. he did a, a TV app after this, and then Jason Isaac. Sorry, well, he before this, away Jason as well. Yeah, that's right. And he did um, yeah. Skinwalkers, and then um, and then Pig Hunt was the last one. I haven't seen Skinwalkers. Is it any good? I keep saying that the post is amazing. <laughs> Every time I. I'm, um, I Watch it. It's because of the poster. Yeah, but, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. It's a bit shit, and I've heard it's a bit shit. I, I haven't. I've not seen that one, and I'm just. Uh, that's the vampire one, isn't it? From memory. Is it vampires or, or it werewolves? Oh, is it wolves? Oh, werewolves. I think. Wolves. I think it's wolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like a miniature in it, though. So. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I, I again, I remember seeing it on the. Um, uh, on like and I haven't watched it, but seeing the poster on the on iTunes, I think when I was wow. scrolling through and kind of looking for some stuff to watch. Um, but yeah, so like it was interesting that you know like he he was potentially kind of hitting his his stride a little bit there because like yeah, yeah you man. said like he passed away and he was only what, fifty fifty one or something like that. So much younger. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the cause of his death, but. I think it was cancer, actually. Oh, it was something 
Yeah. yeah. So look, it was, it was interesting because obviously, like to come back to Jason X, he obviously uh-huh. had a lot of good humor, like to his movie. And I, I, I question whether, um, whether that served this film well or not. No. Because um, it did feel like there are stages where it was too, too in the camping dis- camp area, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, they've they've taken they've taken Jason out of the camp, so they have to put it in some way. Hey, uh, I saw that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so interesting, interesting. All right, so and obviously, like the big thing about this is it's Jason set in space. Um, yes. And you know when uh, when they were trying to bandy around the ideas of where to take Jason next, this is um, obviously Sean Cunningham still had an active role in kind of uh, producing the films. Um, and uh, New Line Cinema were now the distributor, so they hadn't been involved up, up until, uh, with the exception of the previous one, um, oh. Jason Lives. Um, so um, they were trying to trying to work on something, they'd, and they wanted to look at something new. And it was actually the writer Todd Farmer who just kind of he basically they basically said, "What would you do with it?" And he just kind of came back and went, "Jason in space." Um, <laughs> And they kind of went, yeah, all right, let's 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 see what that You're looks like. Something. Yeah. Let's go into Lord of the Rings while you guys make that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you go ahead, you go ahead. Sounds great. Whatever. <laughs> um, I'm just drinking some wine as we as we're podcasting. So um, so interesting. And Tom Farmer was actually um, was actually one of the cast members in this as well. He was um, he played Dallas, one of the security guys. Oh, right, who actually yeah. gets ki- killed off semi-early um, so we'll get to that soon so let's let's break this down, let's look at the plot so the very first instance of it is that we see Jason kind of contained in this underground facility which is actually called Crystal Lake Research Facility um, and who knew it had a research facility <laughs> exactly, all those years later uh, and apparently in twenty, the year 2010 um, so at the time of release, as I said, 20, 2002, so we're pro- trying to project this eight years. See, that's why I thought it was, 20, it was yeah. made in 2010. Yeah, uh. there you go. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we see Jason kind of sort of just standing in this isolated chamber with his chain going. Oh. Um, and we, ha- we meet uh, this go- government scientist called Rowan LaFontaine, um, played by Alexa Doig. Who um, was a, 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 there's a lot of Canadian actors and actresses in this. Uh, this is very Canadian. It's yeah, a very, very was Canadian. a lot. Of, they were banding about a lot. Yes, yes, <laughs> they were. And there was a and a, there's a couple of people that were from Andromeda and things like that. So like, yeah. well, she's she's one of them. Um, and um, and there's a. Well, she's uh, been quite a lot. I, I looked her up actually. She's in Continuum and yeah, uh, she was in that. Um, Oh, there's a stack of others. Yes. Arrow. Yes. And... Yeah, so oh, she's, she's very big on the on the TV scene. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, and uh, and so we also have um, what's that, another Andromeda kind of act- actress, um, Lisa Ryder, who plays the android. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, amongst some other ones. So, yeah, it's a very kind of Canadian. I think it was probably shot in Canada as well. Which kind yeah, of lends probably. weight to the reason why it has such a, a strong Canadian uh, influence <laughs> within it. Um, cool. So let's uh, let's take a look at the, uh, the, as I said, the breakdown of the of the movie itself. Um, Jason's 
<coughs> excuse me, Jason's um, in this kind of quarantine kind of place, and uh, they uh, scientists are deciding to put him into frozen stasis. Is basically the idea, and um, because they've tried to kill him several times and, and failed. Um, and uh, there's this whole bit, isn't there, like where there's this kind of private who gets the heebie-jeebies and doesn't like the way Jason's looking at him, so he chucks a blanket over his head. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we cut to like the uh, the officials coming in, or the the head kind of scientist played by David Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Um, <laughs> And interestingly, with Cronenberg, like uh, when he was asked to be in it, he said, "I'll only be in it if you give me a death scene," uh, <laughs> of, of which they duly obliged. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So they, uh, so yeah. And this is when they when they turn up. They, um, I think, they, I can't remember why, but the Rowan character, she's protesting them putting him into stasis. I think, from memory, oh. um, or, or they're holding it off or something. I can't remember now. Um, and uh, when they get there, uh, they the blanket's still over the, the head of this figure, and they pull it off, and it's the private who's been killed. Um, and at which point, Jason kind of comes out of the shadows, and he dispatches about six of them in quick succession, these <laughs> soldiers. Um, Cronenberg tries to make a leg for it, and he dies kind of a la... Uh, what was it? Was it uh, Bron Stark? The, uh, <laughs> the, the Oh, guy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, running a straight line and having a, a spear kind of... Straight through the centre, Straight yeah. through the centre and killing Cronenberg. Yeah. So that was the end of Cronenberg. Um, and then the, one of the soldiers kind of, you know, falls out the door and it's uh, the scientist. The scientist. The, she's our lead heroine, the mm. Rowan character. She's kind of seeing this guy. And he's just like, run for it. Um, and she turns around and Jason's there. She kind of lures him back into the uh, into the... Uh, cryo chamber doesn't she yeah and she thinks she's pulled it off but um, he stabs her just uh, before she's able to kind of close the door Um, and so she's uh, and in the process I think he breaks one of the pods um, so it starts to all their cryo he's stabbed through he's it's leaking out all the cryogenic stuff yeah so she gets cryogenically frozen. She gets cryogenic. Yeah. So there's there's the automatic kind of doors, you know, seal up because obviously there's a there's a leak. Yeah. And so she gets frozen, um, along with uh, along with Jason. So both of them are frozen in time, um, and that's the basically the opener. So what do we feel about that opening kind of section there? How do we feel? Yeah, like, Kind of good. There was a lot of, lot of uh, you know, gruesome killing. I thought the spear scene was pretty pretty effective. Yeah. Um, and but you know, stupid decision of the, the the doctor chick for leaning so close in when he <laughs> no, no. machete. Schoolboy <laughs> error, schoolboy error, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, you're right. It's good, and it, and and it promises something when there's like six kills straight off the bat. You know, mm. that it's mm. that way as well. I think, um, I think because uh, you know uh, oh, we for- forgot to mention that Kane Hodder's reprising his role as Jason in this. Yeah, and um, he kind of lives and breathes Jason. Just even on the, on the uh, on the on the circuits, you know, when he goes around and does all these. Um, oh, my mind's just gone blank. You know where they do the whole kind of um, fan base kind of uh, festival. Yeah, and like Comic Cons and stuff. Yeah. Um, he sometimes goes as Jason just to kind of because <laughs> he loves the character so much. 
but he was basically kind of saying to everyone, like, you know, there's there's six, seven death scenes right at the very beginning, you know. Uh, and there's some great kills in it. And highest kill count, I think, up to that point, we were saying offline as well, which... Yeah, um, yeah. I haven't right. actually fact checked that, but I think it's definitely up there. Um, so, um, but yeah, Kate, Kane Hodder in this too, so which was kind of awesome to see him in there as he's been closely associated with the role. I think it was like his fourth film now by this point, oh. playing the role. Um, so, okay, so we then kind of uh, fast forward. It's four hundred and forty-five years later, um, and. Apparently, Earth has become too polluted to support life, so the humans have moved to Earth too. Um, and we have these um, like students that kind of uh, find the the old kind of cryo chamber, and yeah. they go down and they're starting to uncover stuff. And um, this is where we meet the the core kind of group that are, let's face it, going to get killed one by one by Jason. Um, <laughs> And uh, at this stage, I think we were introduced to, uh, I'm not going to pronounce his name right, but Sonoron. Um, we meet Janessa and Azrael, um, and they're with their professor, um, Braithwaite Lowe. And there is also an android robot, KM-14, and amongst them. Uh, and so they're almost sent down on this kind of, it's a bit of a student kind of camp, uh, not camp, student kind of um excursion is it like space camp it is isn't it space camp (laughs) the kids are on space camp and they go and rescue some homicidal maniac from this cryogenic chamber that's right that's right I I, I didn't quite understand what what the purpose of them there being kids on like a spaceship exploring weird territories clearly Earth was supposed to be dangerous and inhabitable Yes. So why are they taking young children down? I know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, they had all. Mar- I mean, they were kind of all masked up and stuff. There was a very distinct look to the attire in this film. I noticed, mm. um, which I was looking at uh, some of the extras on it, and, I've, and I've, I don't remember the lady's name that was the in charge of the costumes. But she made some really cool drawings and designs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so she definitely had a look, a distinct look and feel for it. Um, yeah, so anyway, they for some reason they're there, and um, and that's when they discover um, they first discover Jason in the, in the pod, um, yeah. uh, and that's when um, uh, I'm trying to remember the kid's name now, the young kid, uh, he was oh, a yeah, bit of a douche. Yeah. Um, anyway, Stoney, no, I can't remember now. Oh no! Wait, maybe he was Azrael. I think he was Azrael. Um, but anyway, he's the kind of yeah, the young, the young kind of annoying one. Um, and Jason kind of, as they open the chamber, Jason falls out and severs the kid's arm off with his machete. He's still fro- like Jason's still frozen. Um, but yeah, the kid's just standing in the wrong place at the wrong time. But yeah. this is the the reason for it is because we get to see advances of technology as they are, they're able to sew his arm on. Um, and you know, I think they cauterize it first or something, don't they? And they freeze it and then, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's you know, with, with human race is definitely advanced, but that's kind of a bit of a hint as to what's going to lay the grounds for uh, later on, yeah. Um, uh, but they also discover um, Rowan's body as well, um, 
and they decide to take both of them back because uh, you know this alive. is she's alive. That's right, and we could study her. You know, it's you know demolition man all over again. Yes, they so, can teach her about the shells. And stuff. That's right. Send a maniac to catch one. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so they take them back up to the ship, uh, which I want to say is called the Grendel. Um, and we meet a couple of other of the uh, of the characters there. We've got Kinzer, Waylander, Stony, um, and uh, a bunch of kind of grunts essentially as well, isn't it? There's all the the, the army. Yeah, they're the runts. Yeah. Are they um, the? I don't know. Are they supposed to be? Is that what they're calling the school students or something? Or I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe they're like trainee pilots or something. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, yeah. So anyway, they start the reanimation process of Rowan. Um, yeah. And um, we also have uh, Jason's uh, body kind of starting to kind of be resurrected too. Um, yeah. We get a bit of an insight into uh, the professor's character here because he kind of, He's very money focused, and he calls up this dude who's on this spaceship called the Solaris, um, and uh, he's talking to him, saying, "You know, I've got these two bodies and stuff." And he mentions Jason Voorhees, um, and then uh, this kind of dude kind of suddenly says, "Ah, oh, yeah, I know him. He was notoriously uh, a notorious serial killer, and you probably could get a lot of money for his body." Um, so it becomes a bit of a precious cargo situation. Mm. which changes the things around um very alien isn't it very alien yeah very alien as well um like, what do we like i don't know if this is a good point to mention it but what do we think of the special effects at the moment at this point oh they're not terrible yeah <laughs> I, I don't know i was like i i can't remember what point it was but i was as i was watching it i felt like i was watching lex yeah um you know the uh sci-fi kind of comedy was it the the shuffle thing? That's what it felt like because it was like yeah, wall with the two weird thrusters coming out of it. So yeah, yeah, and, and so I kind of it took me out a bit. I felt personally, I felt it looked a bit dated. Uh, yeah. looking at it now, um, and you know, like I wonder, I don't know what it would. It'd be interesting to have watched it at the time, but as I said, because this is the first time I was watching it. Um, yeah, just kind of just threw me a bit took me out of the uh, took me out of the movie which was a shame um, I, I'm, look they weren't terrible the, the, I mean for, probably for the time it was probably way ahead of its time and yeah. and, um, and for a horror film to have like that sci-fi element would be quite good as well especially considering the, the genre of, of uh, the level of, of this genre film so yeah. I mean it would have been a great deal of cash into it but yeah yeah, I have to say, I, I, I do applaud it in the sense that it, you know, it definitely went, they definitely went in with the intention of making an, a Jason film that had never been seen before. Oh, oh. And by setting it in space, setting it in future, you're actually, you're just changing the elements of it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and providing something a bit new. And so we'll talk about whether it works or not at the end. Um, oh. But, yeah, as I said, I do applaud them for at least trying something new with it. Um oh. So yeah, so like we we this is the next thing though we we get the whole everyone just starts having sex left right and center. Yeah, I know that um, was really bizarre. 
like like literally it's like everyone it's like <laughs> alright you're, you're stuck in space get it yeah you know yeah. somebody slips something into the water and then <laughs> I know it was like what the hell like I could get I get like one or two but it felt like it was like they were just trying to make sure that there were couples everywhere yeah um it was the whole setting up with because the, they don't have the drugs. Yes. They don't have anything else. No, so they're no. they got them having the premarital sex kill them off instead. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The, the age old trope. Um, yeah. Yeah, hilarious. Um, yeah, so. Um, yeah, so the, so basically they, they're off going on this. I think the main focus was the. the oh, they leave uh, one of the, the, the female doctor alone with um, with Jason. And oh. there's meant to be two of the young kids who are a couple, and she oh. and they're kind of been a bit too distracted with one another, and she just tells them to you know fuck off because they're not getting any work done. Yeah. Um, uh, that's Stoney and Kinsra, I think, and they go off. Um, so and then um, Adrienne is the name of the of the like the scientist chick who's oh. on her own, and it's the usual you know where you can see Jason starting to move in the background, bit of a horror yeah. trope. Um, but I have to say this is probably one of the best death scenes um, that comes up in this movie because he comes out of nowhere and, and attacks Adrienne and he's grabbing her by the head. Oh yeah! And then he throws her face into liquid nitrogen. That was uh, awesome. We see her body kind of from underneath the underneath the the liquid um, as it kind of freezes, and then he lifts her back up again and just smashes her. F- head into pieces onto a counter yes gruesome death scene I loved it at this point I was like oh okay <laughs> it's going to be like this is it <laughs> alright bring it on Jason um, it was definitely a promise of things to come yeah sure. yeah, huh? um, yeah so Jason's fully resurrected um, um, and I think at some point and I'm, I may be jumping around at this point too but this is I, I'm sure Rowan also learns at this point that uh, Jason's also being brought back on the ship and she said like she's um, basically saying to him you've got to kill it like he's yeah yeah he's going to kill us all and they and they and again the usual like no <laughs> why would we silly why would we, we kill it best. costs a lot of money um <laughs> so then so Jason then kind of makes his way around the ship essentially um and he has this kind of a um, machete shaped surgical tool um mm. as he goes through the ship he then kind of comes across uh, the couple were having sex. Stony shoves a machete right through his chest, uh, and then drags him off to his death, leaving Kinza kind of blood splattered um, uh-huh. and kind of shook up. Uh, we then kind of meet the soldiers essentially because this is where we realise that you know they're starting to panic because people are you know a couple of people are dying. Um, so we get the Sergeant Brodsky character, who is the guy who never dies in this movie. Yeah, like, yeah. You keep thinking, he's, he's, he's like the yeah. um, the uh, the yin to Jason's yang in the sense yeah. that like, you keep thinking he's dead and he comes back. Um, there he is again. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so he's like the, the the sergeant, and he goes off with the soldiers to try and flush out Jason and kill him, essentially. Um. And then we get the uh, the bit where oh we get the whole I felt like the star the Star Trek kind of um, uh, ho- uh, hologram room. Oh yeah, the, like the virtual reality virtual reality type. thing. Yeah. yeah. So like we got uh, we got Dallas who uh, is the guy as I said the guy that's played by Todd Farmer the writer. Yeah. 
um, and he's with the uh, the annoying, annoying young, kid. young kid. Yeah, and they're playing like a bit of a shoot 'em up game. Yeah, in this kind yeah. Of virtual reality dick, and then Jason turns up and starts killing the, killing all the aliens, and they're like, and they tell it to deactivate, but it doesn't. And we see the the young kid get his whole self severed again. Um, at which point we then realise that they are in the virtual reality room. Yeah. And um, and Jason's kind of standing there a bit kind of perplexed. Um, <laughs> and they... Uh, really, to be honest, it doesn't take much to confuse him. No, really. it doesn't, huh? Like, his brain it's that right. just is all about just hacking <laughs> people to pieces. That's right. He's like, what? what? I was having fun then. Where the fuck am yeah. I? Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So then uh, he just kind of basically... Uh, uh, Dallas I think pulls a gun on him or something and starts shooting him and it doesn't respond the young kid jumps on Jason's back and Jason just kind of swings him around and just breaks the guy in two yeah um, and then and then like he then this becomes a bit of a signature move for Jason in this like he grabs Dallas and just shoves his head against the wall and just keeps yeah. smashing his head against the wall he does this like quite a few times in this movie where a lot of a lot of guys get their head basically just pummeled yeah, um, into into the it's side so of the spaceship. Primal, though. It's, that's the thing. It's kind of even though you're in that sort of sci-fi space futuristic sort of atmosphere, yeah. you can still just get your head smashed into a pole exactly and and die. So right. it gets simplified by death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's effective. It works. So, like you know, oh. why, why change it? Um, yeah. They broke them. Fix it. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So then. Uh, so yeah, these are yeah a couple of other guys that have been killed off, um, and so then we get the whole kind of uh, the the army soldier guys trying to hunt down Jason basically and kill him. Yeah. Uh, but they kind of all get kind of killed off one by one. Uh, I think the first guy is snuck up from behind and then pulled into this kind of crevice area, um, and then basically Jason tries just breaks his neck. Um, <laughs> and then kills him then want to say the next guy tries to actually put up a fight with Jason uh, he gets pushed off the banister and then lands on that kind of spirally kind of spike oh, thing that was cool. and the his whole body thing. kind of spins around and down to the Slowly, bottom sort of spins around sort of. <laughs> very cool death scene that one very cool yeah. uh, and then we get the girl again Jason sneaks up behind he slices her neck uh, oh, yeah. we don't know her outcome until she then stumbles across one of the other dudes um, oh. and then we see her kind of bleeding out she dies uh, the other guy puts up a really good fight and he thinks he's killed Jason because he kind of gets him wrapped, his neck wrapped around the chains flips him over the side oh. he gets too cocky turns his back on Jason Jason kind of jumps out and basically kills him Yeah. Um, and then we're left with Brodsky There's the uh, sergeant who's kind of uh, calling out, he realizes he's the last one left, um, and then Jason stabs him through the through the back, oh. and he says something like, <laughs> "It's a very funny line." This says something like, uh, and I'm I'm not going to quote it properly, but it says something like, uh, "It's going to take more than more than that to kill me," and then another one comes <laughs> through his back, and he went, "Yeah, that'll do it." <laughs> <laughs> So clearly, at that point, you go, "Okay, this is really not going to take itself very seriously." Not at life. all. We know it's yeah. tongue in cheek from this point forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and and we think Brodsky's dead at this point. We think. We think. 
Um, so then we get to like essentially we're left with the scientists. So they're just thinking, oh. right, we're fucked, aren't we? Um, and so uh, we cut to the pilot of this of their ship, who's actually trying. They've reached Solaris at this point, which is this, the closest space station, and they're hoping <coughs> will be their refuge. Um, and so the the pilot guy is just going like, we need we with serious shit's going down. We need we need help. Uh, wow. At which point, um, Jason just turns up behind him and just we don't see the, guy, the pilot's death. We just see the blood splatter on the screen and a big scream, yeah, and a big scream. And then and then the, we hear the uh, the guy at the space station going, "You're coming in too fast. You're coming in too fast." <laughs> Uh, and it just careens off the top of the uh, space station and keeps keeps on going. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, and this is what I meant. This particular scene, like the effects, look really quite ropey to me. Um, uh, but then we so we get to the point where they kind of shot one past it, and they basically like uh, the professor guys. It's okay. It's okay. We'll we'll turn around. We'll come back. Everything'll be right. And then we just see the space station just kind of completely explode. In the, in background. the background, yeah. Uh, yeah. The one that was quite funny, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like completely destroyed it. Um, yeah, no, 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 mate. <laughs> no, that's it. That's right. Um, so, uh, oh, I was trying to think, is there... Oh, yeah, so basically everyone dies, and obviously the, the Solaris is, is completely destroyed, yeah. so they realise that they're on their own. Um, and then... Um, at which point they they kind of worried about what they're doing and oh they, we get the banging on the door outside don't we um, and then R- Rowena says I think he's gone I don't think he's there anymore um, and then we get, and then suddenly he comes crashing through this kind of glass window <laughs> um, and they all kind of make a run for it um, and then they realise that the professor's not with them mm. and we cut back to the professor and he does it's the whole kind of he tries to bargain his way out of it you know he's like yeah you know, you know, we can make a lot of money, um, you and I. And then Jason realizes that he finds his machete, his old school machete. And uh, and the professor starts to relax at this point, and he thinks, "Oh, it's okay. He just wants his machete back." Uh, and then Jason decapitates him. Yeah, <laughs> nicely dispatched. Oh. Gets his machete to do his old job. That's right. That's right. Okay, so we they, the idea the plan the plan of escape is to try and get to the shuttle and get out of there, um, and then uh, I think they they split up, don't they? Because I think we get the guys whose name I can't pronounce. He's basically the he's the tech guru. Um, oh yeah, and he goes off with KM fourteen the android because I think they think they might be able to try and stop Jason. Yeah. Um, so the others are trying to kind of make their way out and. Um, we then get the crutch character, who's the only guy who could probably fly them out of there. Yeah. Um, and then I want to say he gets killed next, don't we? Um, I think so. I'm just trying to look at my notes again. Uh, mm. Yes, yes, he's trying to prepare the shuttle for leaving, um, and uh, basically Jason turns up and again smashes his head into this kind of panel and the guy gets electrocuted to death um because that's right because he's got a he's got a he's got to unhook the spaceship or something that's that's right um so then kinza's made a run to the shuttle and she starts panicking at this point and she closes the doors on the others 
um, and then she tries to fly off, but she's still hooked to the spaceship, uh, and just kind of the the shuttle basically kind of flies up into the underbelly and just completely explodes, killing her. Um, yeah. So the guys realise they've got no escape; they're stuck on the ship. It's uh, losing fuel, um, and so they're gonna basically they're they're gonna they're gonna die because they're running out of oxygen. Um. And they think they're done for. I think there's three three guys left at this point. So we've got Ro- Rowena, we've got uh, token uh, African American actor, um, and the girl who's um, sarcastic chick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Left uh, plus the uh, as I said the um, tech guru and the android. Yeah. Um, so Jason. Ten- yeah. Huh. Sorry. Has he kissed the android yet? Uh, yes. Yeah. I think he does at this point. It. Yeah. Because at the point, like, she keeps trying it on with him, and he's just like, I'm, and everyone thinks that there's there's chemistry between them, and he's like, no, there's not. But and, she's a robot. But she's a robot, yeah. And they and, and then they, they have, like, this weird flirting. Yeah, know, it's the sex thing again, go, man. What the hell is going on here? I don't know. I don't know. It's like you can cut to the, uh, you can imagine in the, in the writing room, it's like, uh, yeah, man. Wait, wait, wait. What if, right? What if, like, he has sex with the robot? Yeah. Like, uh, okay, all right, mate. Yeah, sure. Anyway, it's like a, yeah, as if Lance Henriksen had sex with Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> oh God, do we, do we do we do it? Doesn't sound right. <laughs> Come here, Bishop. No. <laughs> it gives a whole new meaning to the term Bishop's finger. The. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so oh, <laughs> anyway, so look, uh, yeah. So he turns up. Anyway, the, the tech guy turns up with yeah. uh, with K and fourteen, and she's uber fired. She's ready for battle. She's had an upgrade, and yeah. she's had an upgrade. She kicks ass as well. I have to say, she, she mm. goes to town on Jason. Um, yeah. and really, it's a good fight scene too. Yeah. Um, and like he ends up, he ends up kind of smashed down on the floor. And you're thinking, it doesn't matter how many times you're going to shoot him. He's just going to keep getting back up. But then she blows yeah. his fucking head off. And exactly. You're, and you're like, oh, right. Okay. All right. Th- that was over a bit quick. Yeah. Um, but little did we forget that he's coincidentally landed on the medical bay. <laughs> um, I mean, it, you could pretty much see that coming yeah. when you think about it. You just kind of go... Can you just like move into the left a little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Away from where the 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 ants or whatever they call those. Yeah, yeah, the ants. Yeah, micro things. Micro stuff. <laughs> and so yeah, so yeah. he slowly is getting kind of rebuilt again. Except yeah. we know he's going to come back uberfied. Mm. Uh, and then and we're going to get the picture we saw in the VHS cover, as he said. That's right. Um, but so we all th- the guys all think that they're home and dry. Uh, although they're not quite because they realise they've got to try and save their butts and there's like another rescue ship coming yeah um, and then the uh, the guy kind of says it's not going to be long enough we're not going to be able to do it and they they come up with a brain sk- scheme of if they blow up half the uh, ship yeah um, to separate them from themselves from the other side of it they'll be able to save themselves it's a bit event horizon yeah um, where they try and the same kind of process essentially um and they realise they could save themselves. So that can't, that happens. They think they think they're. Oh, does that happen yet, or are they? Am I jumping ahead a bit? No, they've got to they've got to still do it. That's right. Yeah. So they set themselves up, and then all of a sudden, um, 
uh, Uber Jason turns up. Yes. Um, and they start panicking. He punches a. Ho- he's come somehow outside, isn't he? I can't remember how he yeah. gets outside, but he punches a hole in the wall, and yeah. um, and then they try and get out there. But the sarcastic chick falls over. She's struggling to kind of get out, and then we just she just. Gets... Oh, no, I think they've. I think they've blown off the other ship. They by have that, blown it up by that point. Okay, and that's why he's outside. Okay, right. And so he's he's pinned on there, and then he he punches through and punches the hole and. Sarcastic chick gets sucked Pulverized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very quick. Um, yeah. That death scene. It's not like um, Alien Resurrection, where the alien creature gets slowly sucked out yeah. of the hole. Um, no, it's just like suddenly you're a globule of flesh. Yeah. Wobbling around. That's right. Like, That's right. <laughs> so yeah. So she's done. Um, and I forget if we've already mentioned the bit where it got blown up, but the African American dude got killed off during that bit too yeah because uh, he blew up he blew it he had to, he had the detonator on him didn't he so he was able to blow him, sacrifice himself to that's try and save right, the others that's right so we're faced we're left with Rowena the, the girl from the beginning we're left with yeah. the tech guru and we're left with their head yeah because she had she and tried to make a stand against Jason and he basically and Brodsky still or not and yeah, Brodsky is still floating around. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah, so he's yeah. around too. So, um, and he does that. He does the spacewalk, doesn't he? Because they, the only way they can get into so, so that's right. The rescue ship arrives, um, yeah. and the only way they, but they, the override system has kind of kicked in, and they can't open the door to get out. They escape hatch. Yeah. So. Um, Brodsky suits up and goes outside to try and um, to try and uh, fix the problem. Yeah, with the mechanics. Um, and in the meantime, Jason's starting to turn up, and uh, Tech Guru guy decides to play a trick on him. Sets up the virtual reality suite uh, that looks like uh, uh, Crystal, Lake. Crystal Lake. Yeah, um, which again confuses our poor Jason. As he has <laughs> the two young camper girls, two young camper girls who are who are ready for a bit of camping action and premarital sex, premarital sex. So they, you know, they feel a bit hot. They have to disrobe, you know, as you do. They climb they up. They climb inside their li- their little sleeping bags. They're ready, you know, to rock. There is a there is a moment where you can tell Jason's not fooled though. There's a bit that slightly is, but he kind of senses. He could see the tech guru guy through yeah. the portal yeah um, and the guy and he even says oh shit I think he saw me mm. um, so but he gets distracted by the two girls yes Jason does that is um, and then he twats them in their sleeping bags <laughs> a la was that was that the fifth one <laughs> where where he picks up that. picks up the chick in a sleeping bag and hits her against the tree yeah I think so um, so it's a bit bit of a nod back to that one it's like he's whacking one with the with other, him, with the other. Yeah, I love it. It's so. It's to me this. I, 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 I don't. There's something obviously wrong with me, but I was, I was in tears with laughter at that scene. I thought it was hilarious. Um, but he's having a great old time. He's having he? a good old time. Is Jason, he's isn't he? Just going, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, he's just dear. And he just goes, oh, fuck it. it is, yeah, yeah. Right the tree, basically. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> 
so uh so look anyway he kills he kills off the fake uh hollow holographic kind of chicks and then that's it he starts making his way through and they're like oh shit we've got to go um they eventually manage to uh brodsky manages to open up the uh the escape hatch uh they go in but the guy kind of mentions km's head um so my head my head head." um so who is it is it the chick that goes and gets it gets the head yeah it does um where's my head at that's it where's my head um and so uh they get in the door shuts you see jason still showing towards them but they manage to kind of blast away um and uh they think they're safe the uh ship blows up that they were on uh not you know not the escape ship the other one uh the grendel and um and they think they're okay but then all of a sudden jason comes Careering towards they him said, through space. He's coming! He's coming! He's coming! He's coming! And then out of nowhere, Bronski intercepts, um, and then and like grabs Jason, and they start kind of careering down into the Earth's atmosphere. Um, yeah, like just burning up into flames, essentially. Um, and so he, uh, Bronski, finally does kind of does die, um, along with supposedly Jason. Um, yeah. as they kind of plummet to earth um, the the other survivors are seen well they're okay yeah. um, and then we um, we basically you kind of the young couple yeah on earth too so this is the new the new earth and we, yeah. we cut to the young couple they see what they believe is a falling star which is basically Jason um, plumbing into, into the lake and they said oh it's landed in the lake shall we go and check it out uh, and then we see. I don't know, Brad. <laughs> and then we see from the bottom of the lake, we see uh, Jason's charred mask kind of sinking to the yeah. bottom of the lake. Uh, as the two kind of uh, teenagers go off to kind of find their shoot, shooting star, their falling meteor. And that's it. That's the end of the movie, man. That's it. And they didn't make another sequel after this. They didn't, no. No. No, that was not, it. No, not. A sequel to this anyway not a sequel to this one no no um, um yeah so um so where do we where, what do we think like i mean like we um you you said when you first watched it you had a memory of not thinking it was a, a bit of fun kind of liked it yeah uh, when you when you watched it again for this one what where, where did you land with it uh, you know i mean the the haven't david crown Cronenberg pop up at the beginning was kind of give it a little bit of street cred and then yeah. it just kind of went, it went a bit stupid it was just a whole bunch of moments that you just kind of go these people are idiots yeah all of these people are making the wrong decisions every yeah. every single time I mean I know it's a horror movie and that's what the essentially horror movies are all about it's like teenagers and young people in their 20s making bad decisions but they seriously were for a, a supposedly bunch of intelligent young uh, human beings, they were just absolute freaking morons. Yeah. So, but you know, yeah. it, no, it was good. It was, it was good fun though. And you know, Jason's <laughs> despite and, that, uh, it was fun. Um, yeah. Look, I, I, as I was watching it, I was start. I was sitting there going, "This is starting to feel really bad." Um, yeah. And I was starting to kind of regret my decision. <laughs> In watching it, and I was like, "Oh, this!" And I was stuck in my head. I went, 
this could actually be the worst Jason movie. Yeah. And I went and I, after I watched it, I kind of looked back at the others. No, I didn't watch them. I just reminded myself of what they were. And then I went, oh no, that's right. Uh, there was a new beginning. That was shit. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Jason takes Manhattan. That was crap. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, there's a lot worse than this one. That's for sure. Yeah, so I was just like, oh, hold on, maybe maybe it wasn't as bad. But I have to yeah. say, it wasn't great. Uh, no, it wasn't amazing. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I, some of the death scenes were pretty pretty good. Oh, I have yeah. to have to admit, like particularly as a, like the cryogenic kind of face plant. Uh, oh, that was, okay. Shot was yeah. was pretty cool. Um, and there was a couple of other, you know, little uh, the the guy dying on the spiral thing was kind of gruesome. Oh, I did like oh. the Cronenberg cameo, yeah, albeit brief. Yeah. Um, I thought the dialogue was atrocious. Oh, um, and I um, and yeah, and the camp factor in it was a bit too too tongue in cheek. Yeah, which put me off it, it a little it, bit. It, so, look, it had its moments. I think yeah. there was a couple of times like, I mean for the movie geeks for the Star Wars geeks it was the you know how far away are they are four parsecs and you just go yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. and then um, and then the you know the two two camper virtual yeah 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 movie. that was for that, that I did like that, that little scene gold. too yeah and um, but yeah the rest of it was just it was just terrible but it was it was just fun to be yeah it, look that's it was, it. Bad, it was good yeah. you know I, and I think like um that's the thing. It was it was good fun, and like the next time we see Jason, would actually mm. be in uh, Freddy versus Jason, um, yeah. which was actually in development at the time this was being made. They just didn't. Huh. They just wanted to try. Like it'd been a while since I think Jason had been on screen, yeah. Um, and so they wanted to kind of put him into into the into the limelight a little bit again before mm. Freddy versus Jason came about. Um, and that this was their answer essentially to do that um, and maybe that lends itself to being a bit fun too because obviously uh, Freddy is very uh, witty um, and a bit comical I mean he's the token one liners isn't he Freddy yeah. um, so maybe it was just kind of paving its way for that uh, but yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's a very kind of long bow kind of approach to if that's their their process <laughs> to get there. Um, but yeah, just um, yeah, just kind of my myself. I just found it a bit too too miss rather than hit on this on this. Yeah, episode, unfortunately, um, it was very cheesy. Yeah, incredibly cheesy. And the effects, the effects, I wasn't that that keen on. Yeah. There was some point when it, when it when it was good, it was good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, but I think it was more the inter- the uh, exterior kind of space shots that kind of threw me a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but there you go. So we're like we're ten in, man. Ten, ten, uh, yeah. ten installments of the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. Um, That's right. So we're getting there. So if you were to, I mean, I keep. I, I think I've already answered it. I think myself. I feel like this is the third worst Jason movie. Yeah, I'd probably say that. So I'm kind of like more lower ends than uh, than middle. Yeah, there's a lot better ones than this, but there's a lot. I mean, there's a a couple worse. Yeah. Um, See, I don't know. So like, I I, I can't remember. Like, I know we kind of, I can't remember where we put um, the third one, the 3D. I can't remember where we placed that one because I remember we were a bit, it was relying on the gimmick a bit, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it the one that was set in the home? 
no, no, that's that's Jay, that's the new beginning one. That's the one I said oh, yeah. really bad. That's the one that doesn't have Jason in it, and it's uh, it's shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, um, there you go. So that's kind of where we're at. So um, yeah, I think I think we're kind of. It's a shame. It feels like, like I mean, thankfully he does come back, and we will reserve our thoughts on on that for an upcoming uh, pub. I, I can just give you a sneaky peek and just say that I really liked Freddy versus Jason. I thought that was a, it was a cracking film. Yeah, cool. Well, look, we are we're gonna we're gonna hold off on on doing the Freddy versus Jason one. We're gonna we're gonna leapfrog that one um, uh, and go to the remake um, uh, uh, for the next time we we talk about Jason in a couple of months' time. Um, and the reason is for that is that we're gonna start looking back at the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street franchise uh, oh. and start we're going to start dissecting and discussing those so stay, stick around uh, podcasters and uh, keep your ears out for that one as it comes around and we'll we'll keep Freddy versus Jason up our sleeve until it's time to duly discuss how those two meet on the big yeah. screen uh, when when we get through all the uh, Friday, uh, Freddy films um but that's probably it for now. Is there any other final words on, on no, Jason X? No. Sayonara, Jason. Sayonara, Jason, indeed. Okay, yeah. well, on, on that note, um, thanks for listening, podcasters. We hope you enjoyed our ramblings as we dis- dissected and discussed this movie. As we sign off with our closing credits for the episodes, we're going to try something a little bit new and uh, play some cool tracks from uh, artists on the rock, metal and punk scene here in Australia and we're going to kick off with a four-piece act from Newcastle called Zombonimo who have just recently recorded their third independent album Um, and uh, we're we're taking one of those songs from that that's called Try Harder Um, and what's interesting about this act, uh, they're not just heavy and fucking glorious they also um, have three lead vocalists um, so we get a real kind of mix-up of, of their uh, vocal abilities along with their, their hard-hitting uh, rock music that come, comes out from this band. Uh, as I said, they're from New- Newcastle. Check out the notes on the bottom of our podcast uh, for information about them and uh, head over and check them out because they're, they're pretty cool. Thanks very much to the Zombonimo band members, Kim Abbott, Dan Corbett, Chad McCamley and Tony Rees for letting us play this track, which is called Try Harder. Uh, until next time, I am your host, Son Muerte. And I was joined by Miles Davies. See ya. Goodbye. Bye.
you're listening to the Surgeons of Horror podcast. Music supplied by Peter Nezik. For more discussions or podcasts, head over to surgeonsofhorror.com or head over to our Facebook and Twitter sites for the latest news and updates.